So welcome to the Christmas special. It's a time for reflection. I was thinking about this year and what I'm doing now. And one of the things that I'm doing now is building a, a mindset community. So I think there's a lot of us out there that know that there's more potential in us. And where do you go? Like, for instance, if, you, if you're religious, you've got a place of worship, you know, be it a church. If you're a football fan, you've got a stadium. But if you're taking on an adventure where you're trying to get the most out of yourself, where do you go? And I thought to myself, well, there's not a place. So why don't we make one? And that's what I'm building currently right now. And I thought about taking action. And why take action now, immediately, and not give it much thought? And I'd like to tell you about my friend Paul. So I met Paul in 2006. I knew Paul for, I think, about a year before. I knew all of them. We were working in the same company, uh, both self-employed. And so I knew the guy, but it was sort of fairly... Uh, cold, there wasn't, you know, it was formalities and pleasantries. And I remember uh, having an opportunity to go and uh, work in a different area. And uh, I took the opportunity and I went up to Aberdeen. And uh, the next month, Paul had uh, came up and again, pretty, pretty formal. Uh, I would say that our relationship was all business. Um, Paul was a sort of closed book. And um, Eventually, after being there for a few weeks, we I think he wanted to go and watch a football. And I, he'd asked if there was a, a pub that had the football on. And I says, yeah, I says, go and check this one out. They've got a pub and they've always got the football on. They do good food. And he says, look, you fancy coming along? So that was the first sort of icebreaker uh, for myself and Paul. And I remember when he was, I remember when he was there, uh, you know, he was big into football and I can't remember who was playing, but we ended up getting a, you know, finding out a bit more about him. So he was into lifting weights. And at that time, he'd probably put on a, a, a bit of weight. I couldn't believe it because he just looked like a heavy guy. He looked broad, but he was, he was very, very heavy. Uh, and I says, look, man, there's no way. There's no no way you've done this. So he, um, you know, he starts telling me about his, his time, um, you know, bodybuilding and training and uh, entering some shows. Uh, and we, we had to off, developed a relationship. And while we were up there, because, you know, it was just the, the two of us initially, uh, we were staying in the same hotel, we are doing the same job, covering the same area, and ended up starting to train. But Paul had this weird tendency, a really unusual tendency. You probably know somebody that does this, but he wanted to start everything on a Monday. So it had to be the start of the year or m Monday, the start of the week so you could have the best idea on a tuesday but you would wait for the following monday to begin just as a preparation it used to drive me crazy because i believe that if you have the a great idea you should do it now a bit like what i've explained at the start if you've got a good idea go with it uh we've had we've seen a few guests that explain they just roll with it straight away and uh I think that's the thing that, that uh, struck me as strange, like this is a good idea, we should start now. But inevitably it was the start of the year and it was on a Monday. Because uh, I remember that it was around October time, I was sort of saying, hey, look, if you can train, we should do it. You know, I, I'm a young guy, I'd like to learn the ropes. But no, he would not budge. Stubborn as a mule. So we went on to train and uh, we began training and developed this uh, friendship 
uh, over the course of that year that we were up there. Uh, got in great shape, learned from all his uh, experience that he'd had uh, and totally changed. Uh, but not only did I change and get a, you know, myself into decent shape, became stronger and I was building my body, but I, again, uh, a lifetime friend. So as the years went on, we, we, we went our separate ways, you know, uh, in terms of our um, professional lives. And, uh, you know, I went into the world of investing and uh, by all accounts, took it on by storm. But me and Paul were always close and always training and always kept in touch. And Paul wanted to go and start a business and he was in various companies and he was essentially running their operations for them. And he always had this uh, idea that he could do it himself, um, but he had the mindset that he, he liked to be part of a machine rather than be the, the leader. Uh, and we would talk about it and I remember I would say to him, I would say, Paul, look, you, uh, you, you can do this. You're already doing it. You know, you, you get out of your own way, just start. Uh, and he would say things like, you know, you should get involved, you should do this. And I, and I could see what he was looking for because he was looking for that that um, safety net. He wanted someone to be involved with him. But I knew that this was something that he had to do himself because he had to take that leap, he had to take that step. If you're out there and you're wanting to go from, uh, you know, your first job, you need to take the step to go and get an interview. If you, get a, if you want to move to a different job, you need to then go and take that step. If you want to go from a, an, an employee to become self-employed, that's a big step. So there's all these big steps, and especially if you're self-employed and you want to branch off into the world of business or investing, that's a huge step. And I could see that that was where Paul was at. And I said to him, I says, look, you know, we, we talk about all this stuff and all this advice, uh, you should just do it. Just go for it. And uh, over the years, we would have the there would be a constant sort of to and fro of what you should do. And um, Paul would always come to me and say, "Look, you know, I don't know why I just li don't listen to you at the start because I get all your advice. I go and do it my way, and then I, I realise that what you said was correct, and then I eventually get around to doing it. I don't know why I should just save myself the hassle and do what you do what you say I should." Uh, and I think part of him struggled with a, maybe a bit of belief in himself. Uh, and he wouldn't mind me saying that because I believed in him. I believed that he could do it. I could see the potential in him. I could see that he had it. And, you know, I knew what I knew what he was thinking, uh, you know, and I was sowing those seeds that he should definitely take the leap. So fast forward a number of years, he's taking on more projects, he's getting more work done, he's still not took the leap and the time's right and circumstances played out that he he was faced with a decision to either keep doing what he was doing or to go and give it a go himself and he, sooner rather than later, you know, better late than never should I say, he decided to take the leap and he went for it. And when he went for it, he had the initial fear. And that's expected. That's what you expect when you take on something new. What ifs, the doubt, have I made the right choice? Should I go back to what I'm doing? And I speak about this in, in, in depth uh, in other episodes where you're, the old you wants to keep you where you are and the new you, you're not really certain about. 
and you're not you're in this sort of no man's land where you're trying to get to where you want to be but the old you is trying to pull you back and you need to let go of the old you and, and embrace the the new version of yourself that you're creating and i knew that's where paul was uh and he would say things like uh you know and it was just self-doubt and i would drum it into him and say look you know you, you're going to make this work it's going to work because you're already doing it when you start this it's going to work just do it and um he went for it guess what happened it worked so it, it started to work and the he started to really believe in himself because he went through the process of this might not be the right thing to it starting to get a bit of traction this might actually turn out okay to hey look i'm actually doing pretty well to oh this is better than i thought and i knew that it was going to be like that because he was doing it already for other companies and he got a lot of great traction he got a lot of great response because he's friendly he's personable he's got a good character uh although he makes mistakes he's just a lovable rogue you know when he when he makes these error, errors uh it's like having your 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 brother that you know is quite clumsy you sort of just go that's that's the way you are um there's no mal intent in what he's doing so you uh you know you, you take him under your wing and you you know you push him on because he needed pushed that's what paul needed he needed pushed and uh we he came round to my he came round to my property came round to the house sorry talking in uh normal terms he came out to the house and uh gave me his card for his birthday and we were talking about this contract that was about to kick off so he had uh he'd been working away to develop the foundations of his business and those foundations were in place and now he was in a position to take on bigger work and he asked me what what he should do because he was a bit concerned about it and i says look go for it you know if you if you you're detailed you're thorough you're organized you should definitely have a crack at this and it will be life-changing and it now's the time and the great thing about it was is that he was starting to plan for the future he was starting to plan uh at this point uh he was planning you know expanding the business uh working on himself uh he was personally developing himself he was spiritually developing himself he was emotionally developing himself and he was just getting it. And I think that it all came from the fact that he could get some self-belief out of what he was doing. And he was seeing that there was value in sticking to the process. Uh, and to just stay with it. Keep pushing. That mental fight happens every day. Where you need to go to war with your mindset. The old you wants to pull you back. The new you is where you want to be. And it's a war. It's a tug of war. So he was winning the war. He was winning the battle and it was showing up in his results, showing up in his life, his personal life, his home life, uh, his relationships, uh, you know, with his uh, friends and family. It was showing up and just his, his well-being. Uh, he was looking better. He was training better. He was more focused. And uh, it was like he was ready to take off, just like I knew he would. And he popped out of the house and gave me his birthday card and we were talking. He was like, how do you get the most out of yourself? And I'd mentioned to him that I was using a journal. I don't have the journal with me. 
and uh, the the journal I said look this is what I do and I plan out my, my big plan and then I filter the big plan down into how I can take action daily to get closer to that plan and this this process this format is the best one that I've used that I think works for me and I showed them my journal and I showed them my goals because we're great we're great friends there was no reason why I shouldn't show them it and uh, he's like this is this is mind-blowing and I showed them my old journals and I showed them and he knows the results that I've had but he's not seen the work that was put into it in terms of writing it down uh, planning it out moving the needle so when he was around at mine I was showing him the, the, the journals and uh, he's like look I'm going to order one so he ordered the journal and uh he uh, <laughs> he ordered the journal uh, when it, just before he left mine. He says that's the order I'm going to. Oh, it should be here in a few days, and uh, I was like, "Good. Well, let me know, and we can talk. We, we can. I'll help you with it. I'll help you go through it." Um, because he, he liked to double check things, and probably to a to a detail where you know I think he was maybe, a, uh, you know, he, he probably didn't need to go to as much lens, but it was just him. That was his style. That was fine. Uh, he's my friend, so I would help him. Of course I would. He says, when you get the journal, we'll go through it. And we're talking about uh, the good weather was starting to come in when we when we were discussing. I think it was around April time. He says, look, you know, are we having the barbecue at yours? Are we having the barbecue at mine? Great lover of music. Paul loved music to the point where you probably couldn't hear your, uh, you know, blow out your eardrums if you uh, let him get to the volume controls uh dj in his younger days so that uh in our in our youthful spirit was strong and it manifested itself in tiesto and gbx style dance tunes uh for anybody that's out outside scotland gbx is a radio show um and paul's genre of music was very much of that uh that elk and um you know we're talking about getting the music on and the barbecue on and we would have a you know making plans but not just making plans for business and making plans for material things, but friends and family and barbecues and good times. And uh, he'd order that says, "Well, let me know. We'll meet you in the gym, and they'll see you when it get when when it comes through. And we'll I'll meet, I'll meet you early, and we'll go through it, and then we can train." He says, "That sounds good." So he left. He went. Uh, he left, and uh, I noticed they didn't pick up his uh, birthday gift. I thought, well, I'll take it out in the gym, uh, and I'll I'll get it to him, and I'll tie it in with the journal. So uh, the girl that works for works with Paul, I gave me a call uh, a day or two later, and it was unusual because I don't I don't really get um, many phone calls. If anyone was going to call, it was going to be Paul. So I answered the phone, and she'd said that Paul had been found dead. And it was a shock because it felt like two minutes ago he was in my house talking about the future and where it could go. And just when it was about to take off, just when it was about to kick off for him, he was done. So I said I would head down. So I went to his house and... Um, Fair enough, that, that's what we found, we found him dead. And when we were there, you know, the shock's still in your system because you don't really know, you know, what, what do you normally do when you're 
you know, your best friends there on the couch. So we're waiting for the, you know, waiting for the police and the, um, I think the the doctor to do the formalities, and the driver shows up outside. <clears throat> it was a Amazon driver. Some of his own drivers outside, and he uh, delivers a parcel. And judging by the size of the parcel, I had a good idea of what was in the, the envelope. I knew it would be the journal. And I remember thinking that the world can be a bit ironic. It can be a bit unusual at times. And I thought, here's here's the journal for planning for your future, and you're gone. You're, you're in your house. You've passed away. And you're here, and your journal's arrived. And Paul's family came down and, uh, you know, obviously completely devastated to the news because it's a shock to everyone. You know, this this guy and the, arguably the prime of his life at the absolute best that he's ever been has uh, died suddenly. So he'd, um, we get to the point where everyone sort of came round and our emotions have settled a little bit and the parcel's there. And we opened up the parcel and uh, from Amazon, and inside it's a journal. Um, but I don't think it had been the journal Paul wanted. And I remember find I found found this humorous at the time because it was something that Paul, you know, anyone that knew him would have knew that this is a, a, not a, not an irregular occurrence where he's maybe ordered the wrong thing. Um, and Paul was very manly and very old school in terms of things should be manly and uh the journal was pink there's no other way to put it it was it was it was pink and uh i remember saying to, i remember thinking at the time i'm like you're still making me laugh and you're even though you're you're away your traits and the things that you do are still here and if I had my journal, I'll probably get a, I'll probably edit in a picture, I'll show you the picture of it, because after um, Paul had passed away, the next time that I ordered the journal, I ordered a pink one uh, as a little salute to my friend. And I guess what it made me realise was that when you've got something that you want to do and you think you want to have a crack at it, do it now. Don't doubt yourself. There's a lot of time that you can spend doubting yourself, and if the if Paul was here, that would be the story that he would tell you that he wasted so much time not believing in himself, and me constantly telling him that he had more and that he could squeeze more out of himself. That he shouldn't have wasted that time. Now, that's what he would have said. And I'm probably it's difficult to do justice to telling a story of someone's life, you know. So I'll do the best that I can thinking of what Paul might have said, but he was really optimistic about people. He would always see the best in people, he would always encourage people to do more, sometimes to the detriment of them. <laughs> he would some <laughs> he would sometimes drive them crazy. And I'm thinking of his friends and his family and his loved ones because he would try to push them and maybe they'd get a bit frustrated with him because, you know, he, he was getting on their case because he wanted the best for them. He want, he could see the potential in them. And I was at odds with 
the things that he'd felt because he'd obviously experienced the, the doubt and not pushing himself and maybe not taking that leap. So it can be, it's something he probably seen in himself and his life was a great story of why you should push because you've got more in you. Paul had more in him and it was that belief that you might look at it saying that it showed up too late. I don't think it did. I'm glad that he got the belief rather than he never got the belief. And I guess in hindsight, we would say it would be much better if he got it earlier, but that's life. And I would think the message that he would give would be not to waste time. Believe in yourself. If you've got a bit in you, then push. If you're going to try something and do it, Failure's going to come. Failure's part of the process, right? But the biggest failure you can make, the one that will kill you, the one that will live with you your whole life, that you'll never forgive yourself for, is not trying. And even though Paul's death was untimely, I'm really glad that he gave it a go. Because it's better to have given it a go than never to have tried. So, if you see someone out there that's got a bit of potential, back them. If they've got a bit of self-doubt, push them. If they lack the belief, believe in them. Show them. Let them know that failure's part of the game. Let them know that doubt they shouldn't give too much time to. Let them know that fear is just in their mind. right? And if they're going to fail, you'll be there for them. And if they're going to give it a crack, you'll be there for them. And drag them along. Because it's never too late. And it's, it's better late than never. And I think if Paul was here today, that would be what he would tell you. So that's all from me on this week's episode of Conversations with an Investor. A little bit more of a sombre tone at this time to remember. And just keep in mind, if you've got someone there, give them a push. In the right way. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Well, maybe enjoyment isn't the right word, but I hope you can take something from it. And... Uh, Paul would have been a great guest. It's a shame that he's not here. And at least his memories still live on. And I hope that his life lessons can be uh, a sign for you to push yourself uh, a little bit further than, than what you've maybe done till now. And you've got that feeling of more potential in there. Give that some attention. Give it some focus. Uh, you can hit us up on all the social media channels. We're on uh, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. And uh, from me this week, that's a wrap.